this. Hello, Jeff here, and welcome to episode 30 of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to watch it. Last week was a great one, one of the best episodes I've seen in a long time. Let's see if we can continue the magic. This week is Tuesday, June 18th. We open the show with your new 24-7 champ, Big Dick Maverick, narrating. He covers what happened last week. He announces a decision after the great main event finish from last week. A triple threat match at the Tappy Feet pay-per-view between Nice Gulak and Tozawa will take place. This week, though, we will get the Singh brothers facing Lucha House Party. We are already off to a worse start. They cut two awful little tiny promos during the hype video in the beginning. And in the main event, it'll be Oni Incest versus Drug Lord Davari. <clears throat> we open with the Singh Brothers versus Lucha House Party. And the Lucha House Party is out first. Ugh. Gail Kim and Gordo with them. Tom Phillips filling in for Vic Joseph, who is on assignment. And yes, they actually said that. Singh Bros follow them. They are announced as Oscar winners. They dance. Fun. They introduce a new camera shot from the crowd, and I approve of it. It's kind of a cool shot. It's kind of behind the announcers, so it's, it's neat, different. We start the match, and basically Lucha House Party is in control early. I I can't say I like Grand Metal League's outfit. Not, not just this specific one, just the one he has in general. I don't think it's flattering to his skinny fat figure. Dorado hits a plank splash. Yuck. Being the house party got squashed by Lars and they are dominating the Sings right now, it makes the Sings look terrible. But regardless, the Sings eventually take over. They dance way too much. Way too fucking much. It's irritating. Kalisto outside with his noise maker is almost just as irritating and it needs to fucking stop. I wish somebody would... Lars, I... I'm I'm getting so irritated by both teams. I've never wished for Lars Sullivan to come out, but I want him here and shove that fucking noisemaker up his ass. <sighs> we get a super kick Russian leg sweep tag team move by the Sings, and that's the most exciting move of the match so far. But of course, they have to ruin it by dancing. By the way, they're doing a lot of like hip gyrations, kind of like Val Venus used to do, and they're terrible at it. Dorado ends up tagging Metalik, and he comes in like a ball of fire. He cleans house, and he absolutely squashes Sunil with a diving crossbody over... Out... It's not a diving crossbody. It's just a crossbody off the top to the outside. It looked painful. Dorado ends up hitting a shooting star, but Sumir breaks it up, and Sunil goes after Gail Kim. Kalisto is, yells, What are you doing? What are you... Ah, oh, that's bad. What are you doing? <laughs> The Sings end up getting a schoolboy roll-up with a handful of tights and a win off the distraction. Guess what? They dance. Ugh, that was fucking bad. Noam Dar is seen backstage in a very similar room that Davari cut the promo in a few weeks back. There's anatomy posters on the wall. The only difference really is it's a very dark room. He says he's on vacation in sunny Magaluth? Magaluth, I think that's what he said. Anyway, he's recovering from his injuries, and he'll be back soon. That's only if 
Drake meets his very, very long list of demands. Kendrick ends up showing up, looking for his jacket, and Kendrick blows Dar's cover. It's very silly, and it's very unnecessary. It was a waste of two minutes of my life. Apparently, Kendrick has a match, which I'm guess is, I guess it's going to be a squash match. Uh, my question is, why does he need a squash match? He's a former champion. He really doesn't need to be built up. He makes his way down to the ring. He's facing Russ Taylor. Taylor looks angry. Ooh. Kendrick offers a handshake and Taylor slaps it away. And Kendrick backs him into the corner screaming, Do you know who I am? Do you know? Ugh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, they go back to the center and Taylor offers a handshake. Kendrick slaps it away and once again yells, Do you know who I am? It's fucking stupid. Taylor hits a cheap forearm from the corner, and Kendrick's offense begins. It is much more aggressive. This is an aggressive Kendrick. Does that sound familiar? How many more people are now more aggressive? Whatever. He hits the slice bread number two for the win. Why? Why was this a match? Oh, God. This is fucking not better than last week. It's not even close. Gallagher is seen backstage being interviewed by some blonde lady. He's in a losing streak. The Canalises show up, and, and Canalis berates him for blowing his opportunity last week against Chad Gable. He makes reference to Drake Maverick being an absent GM, and they also reference them possibly leaving WWE, which makes me think they're not. Gallagher agrees he's in a losing streak, but he has a solution. Next week, they will have a match, and he's giving Mike the opportunity to get a black eye in front of his wife. Honestly, wasn't a bad promo. Main event time, as washed-out balding thug Davari makes his way down to the ring. Oni out next. Fuck. He's just still so ugly, I can't get over it. He's wearing his jacket! And he throws it to the side. Didn't he get mad about that some time ago? I think he did. Oni attacks with an uppercut and chops immediately. Davari still has his $300 shirt, or however expensive they said it was, on. Davari tries to run away from him multiple times to no avail. English calls Lorkin Orton. Close. Lorkin is absolutely destroying Davari. But Davari hits a super kick, some chops, and then a middle rope divorce court? At least that's what English called it. It was like a arm breaker slam thing. I've never called it that before. I've never heard it called that, but sure, it's called divorce court. Davari works the left arm over in the match for like seven minutes. Davari eventually locks in the million dollar dream, and after almost passing out, Lorcan fights out of it. But Davari takes back over and hits a float over slam off the middle rope for a two count. Davari misses his frog splash, and that gives Lorcan the opportunity to hit a couple moves and finishes it with a running blockbuster for two. I'm not going to lie, this is kind of a boring match. Which is weird to say, It's Lorcan is as ugly as he is, he's very entertaining um, and very hard-hitting. It's, it's hard to have a boring match with Lorcan. He hits a few devastating chops, you know, like the ridiculous 
Walter-like chops. And then they just kind of exchange some punches and chops in the middle of the ring. Lorcan ends up hitting his half and half, but Davari rolls out. Lorcan then hits a senton on the outside to Davari. And Lorcan chases after Davari, but Davari hits him in the midsection with a chair for a DQ win for Lorcan. Davari then proceeds to beat him down after the bell. He eventually throws him into the Tron and hits his hammerlock lariat on the stage, which turns Lorcan inside out. It's one of those literal flipping, spinny things. It was, it was a big clothesline. The refs eventually take control, but after, of course, the damage was done. <sighs> well, we're going to end the show with three straight promos, because, you know, that's great. The three guys involved in the main, in the title shot, a title picture, title match, Jesus Christ. The title match on Sunday, Nice cuts a promo to start. He's just so unrelatable, and he's annoyingly complimentary of his opponents. It basically boils down to he's not ready to give up his title. And did you guys know he's the premier athlete? Because he made sure to say it. Tazawa up next, and he cuts a promo. It's generic, but I still think it's better than Nice's. Gulak then cuts a promo. He's in a very dark-lit room, speaking very, like, creepily. That's not a word, but I'm going to say it anyway. He has given up trying to make 205 Live a better place, and he instead focused on making himself better. He cuts a good promo. It's actually a good promo. I like Dark Gulak. Okay. What a weird main event for the go-home show for Stompy Toes. This is a very meh episode of 205 Live. It's shameful in comparison to last week. It was just two feuds that are pointless at this juncture. Uh, enough of Lucha House Party and the Sings. Uh, enough of Lucha House Party in general, but this feud is, is doing nothing. I don't think it's benefiting either guy. Um, but it certainly seems destined to continue. And same with the Lorcan and Davari. Uh, they don't have amazing chemistry in the ring, but honestly, I, I just think it's Davari's style is not that entertaining. Um, unlike last week, I am not in a great mood after watching this one, so I'm going to go aggressively jerk my dick off now. Anyway, check out our website at rundownwrestling.com to vote on the hottest WWE men's tournament going on now. The second round is now officially up, and you can go vote on all 16 matchups. That's right, all 16 of round two are up. Thank you for all the fans getting involved. If you haven't, you should and go there and vote now. Also view all of our other great shows, such as NXT Revisited, Making the Grade, WrestleMania Salvation, Twat Magic, The Rundown Proper, and the slasher Sanitarium, which recently returned. Uh, you can also see a few Patreon teasers on there now, so you get an idea of what you're missing by not being a patron. Speaking of which, you should head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling to become a patron. You'll get early access to some episodes as well as Patreon-exclusive shows that nobody else can hear. Anyway, that does it for this episode of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. I'm Jeff, and thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week for some more 205 Live action. Bye.